Before going into the interview today, I wanted to mention that Kids at the Table is the other project I mentioned in episode 4 that I launched this year. Therine is the co-founder and my partner at Kids at the Table, and I'm really happy to share her perspective today with you. Also, apologies for the jump in sound today. I don't know what happened with the mic, but I'll make sure to fix it for next time. Thanks. Hello everyone and welcome to What Gets You Cooking, the podcast revisiting the way we look at food, cook it and share it. This is Virginie, your host, and today my guest is Perrine Patel from Kids at the Table, who is going to give us her perspective on food in this episode. She's the co-founder of Kids at the Table and a mom of three who grew up in France and has lived in the US for over 15 years. She's an expert in online communication and also at juggling a busy house. Welcome, Perrine. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Hello, Virginie, and uh, really happy to be here. So, would you like to share with us how you? <clears throat> I'm sorry, how you got started in this project and uh, to be interested in food in general? Sure. Um, so, unlike actually. A lot of other people in this space, uh, my interest in food, uh, in cooking, and, and in this project, Kids at the Table, uh, was because I was actually very uncomfortable and not knowledgeable um, about it. Uh, when I became a mom, it became hard to impossible to avoid cooking. Um, you know, you want to have healthy meals for your kids, so you end up in the kitchen. And it really made me realize how I was not alone in that situation and made me really want to be able to help other parents, um, families or individuals who want to cook for themselves and who do feel uncomfortable in the kitchen, who feel like this is a daunting thing. Uh, I wanted to help demystify it and make it more fun. So um, that's how then came up the idea of kids at the table. Um, and how yeah, I guess we should do, we should tell our listeners today what it is exactly, uh, because I didn't say anything about it in the intro. <laughs> sure. So kids at the table is an idea. It's, a project that is at the intersection of several things. Um, as the name could um, mention, it's around a teaching kids how uh, to cook and how to eat healthy meals. Uh, but it's also through the kids, um, partnering with the parents to help them in choosing, preparing, and sharing healthy meals with their families. Um, so we, our intention was really to help not only with feeding your family as a parent, um, but also getting some help. You know, if your kids uh, complain a lot about eating healthy foods, well, if they understand it better, if they can come and help you prepare them, they're going to be part of the experience and they're going to be a lot more interested in trying healthy foods and eating healthy foods. Um, and it's going to make it a lot more of a fun experience and a lot more of a family sharing community experience because 
you know, we talk a lot about food in diets and in just nutrition, which is essential, but there's the whole other side of food, which is the experience, uh, sharing a, a moment of pleasure when you eat something that you like, um, sharing also a heritage, you know, food is linked to a lot of culture and uh, family traditions, experiences that you want to be able to share with um, people in your life. So this project really uh, tries to tie all of this and help give some of this to the kids um, to make this family cooking and this family meal experience a lot more uh, positive and fun. Uh, and again, you know, demystify it, make it much more accessible uh, for everybody. Yeah, and if um, I were to jump in to to mention that at the moment, it's really um, mainly offered in the in the schools. Yes, it's uh, it's workshops that are given in the schools to children toward the goal of helping to involve them more at home, so that first of all they are knowledgeable about food and nutrition, but also so they can help. Yes, and, and also bringing it, um, you know, it's one thing, as a parent, I've often noticed if I tell my kids, you know, well, you need to eat, you know, such and such healthy food, they're going to resist that to a certain extent. But if somebody at school that they respect, or if somebody outside um, tells them that, especially in more of a fun way, all of a sudden they're coming home and they're telling me, oh, no, mom, you know, we've got to have a balanced meal. So... Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's having that learning be in a bit of a different context than just coming from your parents, um, which you know helps the kids feel like like they are bringing some learning and some knowledge home, uh, and they're participating and and they're really an active um, uh, uh, you know person in uh, taking care of their health and in. Um, an active participant in their family life. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's your perspective on food today? I mean, how do you look at it in general in your life? Well, as, as I mentioned, you, food for me used to be more of a stress. <laughs> and yes. um, I would <laughs> say through this experience, it's become really more of an opportunity. Um, it's, you know, like I don't need to do something fancy and complicated I can if I want or we can do something really simple and um, it's not always just on me to decide everything I can have a discussion with my kids like okay well what do we want to eat today you know this is what's in the fridge um, you know what do you want in your lunch tomorrow uh, so it's not like this is a responsibility that is only carried by the parent um, it's something we do together and it's something that can be very simple or very inventive, um, depending on what we feel like that day. And so it's become a lot more fun and a lot more of, um, you know, something that I can use to make my life better versus more pressure and expectation. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, um, it's not always easy for parents to take the time to involve the children mm -hmm. 
but I believe it's helpful for both of them because they feel more implication, the children, and um, and it can relieve some of the stress that um, that's on the parents' shoulder about lunch boxes, dinner time, and all mm. of that. And you know, if they participate in preparing a meal. Um, there's, uh, as always, when you have some skin in the game, you're less likely to just criticize what other people are doing. Yes. Um, so I think most of us have had that where you prepare a meal and the kids come and they're like, Ugh, I don't want to eat this, you know, um, which, you know, when you've just spent half an hour, an hour preparing it, you, that is just very disheartening. Um, but if they're part of the process, um, you know, if any of your kids complain, the other ones are like, well, hey, I wanted to eat this. You know, if you want to eat what you like next time you help. Yeah. So it's, uh, it really does make it more of a shared responsibility. Um, and, uh, and also a, um, a moment to be with your family. Um, instead of a chore Mm -hmm. and so what gets you cooking what's your inspiration in this you know month or in this moment so my inspiration um other than i i I would say the main motivation for me is having a pleasant meal uh with my family Uh, at the end of the day we always make a point to all sit down together um and Though we may talk a little bit about the food, it's an opportunity to talk about our day, um, to share stories. And so my motivation is um, how can food help with that? And uh, as I mentioned, you know, involving others in the preparation of the meal is part of it. Um, but also uh, having food that corresponds to um, some of the cultural heritage that we have, as you mentioned that uh, I, I grew up in France. So there's that, and we obviously have been living in the US and my, my kids are American, so there's, there's that. Um, and uh, my husband's family is from India. So we have a lot of different cultural, um, I guess, cooking heritages to, to share. Um, and so we choose from each and... Mm-hmm that's something that motivates me to vary our meals and and to try different um, things to cook. Yeah, I hear you. And I see that your inspiration is very linked to um, how you share your food. But before we get into the sharing aspect of things, I really uh, was curious about what's your favorite food or your favorite tool of the moment? Hmm. I would say right now. Yeah, it changes. That's why um, it's interesting to yeah, share. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right now, actually, we um, because you know a summer has been on the way, and then vacations are coming. It's a lot of, I guess, foods that are that I link to a summer vacation, and so we've been doing a lot more fresh vegetables, salads, kind of. I'd say cold meals in a way. Um, And so it's been, um, you know, coming up with new ideas of what we can put in the salad, Um, which has been also, again, as I was saying, you know, trying new things is is a fun thing to do with the kids. My kids the last years haven't been fans of salad, but involving them and and talking about, okay, what are we going to put in today? That's been kind of the new 
or the recent uh, kind of venture, food venture we've been into here. Yeah, and they can you can play with the colors, the taste, and the texture. Exactly. So that's uh, that's very interesting. That's not something I do a lot with my kids, but I know other families who do, and it's easy because you don't have to cook it. So it's um, yeah, exactly. You can really play with it a little bit more because I mean there is some prep, but it's prep that they can do, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty simple. Um, and so it's a bit like doing making a pizza with your kids in a way, except you don't even yeah. have to cook it. Um, so it's been kind of fun to explore that. So you already told us about um, some aspects of how you share your food. Could you maybe tell us why it matters so much? Why is the, the sharing aspect about food really, you know, what's your inspiration, I would say, and what's your... Mm, your favorite thing about food in the end really well, um i mentioned it a little bit when we talked about you know the, the the idea behind kids at the table but um really behind sharing food is um i think when i became a parent um being a parent there's a lot of pressure and expectation and responsibility and it feels like there is very limited support um, and it's very easy as a parent to be stressed and to be kind of alone. Um, so that was something that I was concerned about and uh, something that I, you know, wanted to address. But, you know, sharing or getting together with other people, you don't do it just, you know, you don't just get together to get together. You generally get together to do something. And that's where you know, food kind of came up as a perfect opportunity. We all eat. We all need to eat. Um, and generally, it's healthier for you if you actually enjoy it. And so it was this question of, okay, this is a medium. Um, sharing food can be the perfect opportunity at least once a day to connect with others, to have this kind of moment of community, of sharing. and you know, having that in-person human connection. Uh, we all connect with others online, but it's not quite the same as connecting in person. Uh, and you can't share a meal online. I mean, you could try, I guess, on a video, but so it's really, you're gonna have to eat. Why not make it a, uh, a human connection, a moment for, um, for enriching your life uh, and connecting with others? And so that's where I think, you know, sharing a meal, uh, sharing food with others is essential and, and is really uh, an opportunity that we shouldn't disregard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So really it's also been proven by some studies that it is healthier to eat with someone or at least not in front of a screen. Take a moment. Mm -hmm. um, to be in the present. I mean, we, you know, it's something a lot of people talk about and some people, um, you know, use meditation for that or other uh, techniques, but you can also just be in the moment when you share a meal with someone, take a breather and, uh, and connect with others. And, and I think there is, it's something that we need as, uh, as human beings and that we sometimes don't, feed as much 
<laughs> feet in the literal and the <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in different ways. So yeah, and uh, one thing that I'm thinking of uh, about sharing the food and the the workshop that uh, Kids at the Table is doing is that it also the fact of sharing the the, the when the children are in the classroom and sharing food. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that most amazed me was that kind of positive peer pressure. Mm-hmm. where, I don't know, maybe not half the class, but maybe, you know, at least 20, 25% of them were not so sure about some of the items offered and were like, no, that looks bad or I don't like this. And seeing all of the others around them enjoying one type of food, whereas it's tomato or some kind of cheese, yeah. they were like, well, actually, I'll try just a little bit. And most of them ended up really liking it and enjoying themselves. So there is something to be said about sharing the food. Yes, you're talking about, so the workshops, um, we initially looked at different ways to help, um, you know, kids learn about foods and uh, kind of empowering them to take, uh, take on their health and kind of their discovery of, of new healthy foods. And one of the ways was a workshop in a classroom uh, where they get to kind of make a very simple recipe, like a salad. Uh, you know, there's peer pressure everywhere we go, and kids are especially sensitive to that. And peer pressure can be, in a way, a negative on food. It can be like, oh, you know, why are you eating that? That, you know, that doesn't look good, etc. So this workshop was interesting because peer pressure worked in another way, in that It was about discovery. It's like, have you tried it? What do you think? And uh, really in a positive environment where it's like, it's fine if you like it, it's fine if you don't like it, but let's all try it. It's kind of an adventure, kind of bring the fun into it of like, ooh, you know, what's this? And so that really did create a positive environment, kind of positive peer pressure in discovering and trying and, and finding the kind of the things that you like, making your food your own, um, which was very, um, you know, a a very positive experience for the kids. Yeah, I think so too. So if people want to know more about kids at the table, where should they go? Well, the the easiest place to go is uh, we have a website, kidsatthetable.org that gives a quick overview and that has obviously our contact information. And, uh, you know, right now our approach is the workshops in the schools, but we're open to working with people um, thought of, you know, organizing specific events with kids around this too. Um, but we do find that the school environment is, is a very positive environment for this kind of um, education and learning. So, um, so you can see some of those details and, and more details about uh, what we do and our mission on the website. All right. Thank you, Perrine. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, thank you, Virginie. It was uh, great talking with you about it and uh, getting your insights, too. Well, have a great day, everyone. If you liked what you heard, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll share all the resources and the show notes on the website at whatgetsyoucooking.com. All right, everyone. 
This is the last episode before a long summer break. Kids are out of school at the end of the week, and it's time to celebrate! I'll share with you my inspiration in writing during the next 10 weeks, and I have some great interviews already lined up for you for September. Have a great summer, and see you soon on the Facebook group. In the meantime, at What Gets You Cooking. Bye!